Hey guys, welcome to this week's Angler News KZN Fishing Report and we are back. Guys, first of all, let me thank you for all your kind words and messages sent through to me last week while I was away on a bit of um, repairs being done to myself. But uh, yeah, I wanted to just from the bottom of my heart tell you it means so much and I'm so glad to be back behind the microphone and be delivering you such good content because guys, KZN has been on absolute fire this week with the amount of Garrick that's been coming out, the sardine activity, the bass feeling as though it is spring already, they are in spawn mode and the keelback are fully on the bite. Guys, it has been a great week of fishing and it feels even better to be back behind this microphone delivering this content to you. So we're going to get into all of it in great detail as we usually do. But before we do, guys, here's a special shout out to our sponsors, The Kingfisher. And these are their branches that are ready to serve you. The Kingfisher are the leading fishing tackle specialists. We stock gear for every facet of fishing, from carp to cooter, marlin to trout. Basically, everything. We have stores across KZN, from Toti to Salt Rock, Durban to Peter Maritzburg. You can also find us online at kingfisher.co.za. Thank you, the Kingfisher. Guys, we have got an absolutely fantastic show planned ahead for us. And none of this could be possible without the guys from the Kingfisher, all their correspondents from their stores. They all get together and bring in this great detailed information. They are scratching the socials all week, chatting to their buddies, chatting to the guys that come into the stores to make sure our news is fresh and accurate. And this is what we have. Guys, let's start off down the South Coast. Now, this week, I don't have Adam with me unfortunately adam is a little bit busy with all the mayhem happening down there but we were chatting all week he's been sending me some incredible footage of the catches happening down the lower south coast so make sure to check out these catches on our angler news sa youtube channel where it is a more summarized version of the show but with visuals and also the water conditions from adam he's also texted me this week's fishing report which i hope i can do a fairly decent job trying to deliver it uh well if i could do it as good as adam anyway so guys what we can start off by saying is something you probably already have known and seen down the south coast of those social media channels, which is the hundreds of anglers catching shad off Margate Pier. Guys, this has been going on since last Friday. It is absolutely incredible. There is a huge amount of fish. I just trust that everyone is respecting those bag and size limits. And from our past couple weeks of um, reports, Adam has said death is around, so I have no doubt that's been taken care of now apart from that shed is the amount of garrick that's been on the bite guys some beautiful garrick like i said these images are on our youtube channel thanks to adam and this garrick has been taken on live bait majority of it being live bait i've heard there's a fair amount of quarantine that are around so you know what this is obviously the staple diet and it's not difficult getting that liveies to put out there Apart from that, there are a handful of small cob that's been on the bite. There's an incredible, like we said, the incredible amount of shad that's all over the place. And if you are looking for some of that inedible action, guys, 
sand sharks down at Mzumbi, that's that's the bill area, as well as a few diamonds and duckbill skates. As for your weather conditions, well, we've got a northeasterly blowing up to 25 kilometers on Friday. It tends to die down on Saturday morning, but then picks up again, unfortunately, on the Saturday afternoon. But on Sunday, the south wind picks up with a 14 to 16 second wave period. So it seems as though there may be a bit of groundswell in between that as well. So guys, that is our lower south coast. Now moving on down to Warner Beach and Amenzontoti, where it has been been a sardine fest guys i can tell you if you have not seen a sardine run before this is one of the best ones you could see and even if you have seen the sardine run over the past few years guys you haven't seen one like this it is absolutely magnificent out there the bird activity the fish activity the the crowds the people the liveliness this is what the sardine run is about this is exactly what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks we thought they went away but they came back with a vengeance and in abundance so certainly something to go and check out if you're anywhere around the Warner Beach area or even if you are not just go and take some time out and head down and witness this firsthand now there are a lot of fish in between there are the kingfish in between there are a couple other species but one of the species that are in abundance are the amount of garrick that's been on the bite and now we're gonna leave it to Gary from the Kingfisher Warner Beach to tell you more about what's happening in his area. Good evening, chaps. It's Gary at Kingfisher Warner Beach. Um, yeah, good evening to you all. Yeah, there have been some fun and games with these sods. Eh? Quite a number of fish caught on spoon and plugs and um, all that type of thing. And of course, the old jig and drop. Um, yeah, yesterday was quite a few fish came out here at the mouth. I would try to estimate maybe 30 or so. The pocket going past, coming in and out, you know, you, could, you can always see how they get held up by fish, you know, you won't see chasers and their chops and that and boiling, but the side just gets impeded in their progress, and uh, that's what you should really look out for more than the chops and things like that. Anyway, I managed to get one this morning here, this pocket that went past at the speed of light, up to my neck, and my, literally my head just sticking out the water because it was very deep and very hard to fish over the high tide, especially with the old wooden reel. But uh, yeah, I hear a nice yellowtail was lost there at a tail rocks. The chap just forced it too much. Was it Tony's nephew or somebody? Um, she had a missing, of course, with all these sides. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> there must still be a lot of sides somewhere because I tell you what, boys. Uh, I think Vimpy was telling me he caught the last shad last Saturday at Winkle and Hotel. That was a, and he got his, an agaric with that shad. And uh, yeah, I ended up at Warner's. Gee, the pockets were coming through. You couldn't miss chicken dropping, but there was no fish with them by the time they hit Warner's. And uh, by then I was buggered anyway. I've come home having a nice glass of wine. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. So tomorrow, get out there and look, boys. And uh, hopefully you'll all be bending. We'll be in the shop tomorrow, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, go well and tight lines till next week. Thank you, Gary. Guys, I now I definitely know the fishing is amazing down there. Because if Gary is laughing like that, you know he is having a great time. I've seen some of his catches. He's been providing me with updates all week. He is loving life right now. So well done, Gary. Enjoy your wine. Enjoy your Garrick. 
And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you next week. Now, let's move on down to Durban where we are with Mike V and Brad Krubler. It seems to be an edible fest. Guys, here are our correspondents of Durban. How's it, bud? Yes, Shad or Chai? Where you finding the Shad? The guys are finding some Garrick too. So the guys that are catching the Shad, they're also getting the Garrick. Um, the Shad have been good sizes from just under to some nice ones. Seen a couple of pictures of three, four kilo size ones in the mix. So yeah, the guys are getting their bag limits. Uh, Garrick as well from some small ones. I saw a picture of one of 18 kilos. So yeah, there are some lovely fish around to be caught. There was a lot of grunt on the weekend as well on the banks. Uh, a couple came out on South Pier. But yeah, the guys been fishing uh, with crackers mainly. Stumpies, also bronze bream, chowing. Um, so yeah, the guys fishing for the edibles, all in luck for the weekend. The inedibles have been a bit quiet. There's been the odd grey shark around, odd diamond. But that's been about it, eh? Not too much on the inedible side. The guys in the ski boats, a uh, couple kuta, couple snook, not wild. But there are a couple around. Um, uh, there was one nice yellowfin caught. And I think the bunny was about 8 kilos. A rocket bunny, a big, big one. Um, the live baits are starting, so they're making life easier for the hillbait guys. And oaks fishing on the bottom. So, yeah, quite a few mackerel around to be caught. And then the oaks going deep, we're getting quite a bit of hillbait. And some nice reef fish. Durban Bay has been quiet. A couple of grunter here and there. No giants that I've heard over the last few days, uh, but all slot size fish at 40, 42, 43 centimeters. So yeah, there's some of that there, uh, some snapper salmon and cob in the bay still, and then you know, one, two kingies here and there, but not a lot. Guys, go out, have some fun and enjoy. Thanks. Good day, guys. It's Brad Yalinski Fishing Charters. I'm fishing over the last couple of weeks. Guys, um, the sea has been a little bit up and down. Um, we've managed to get quite a few half cob, and some nice bottom slingers, soldiers, some rock art. Um, in the deep, there are some keelback around, but still, once again, they're still very, very sporadic. Um, also happening on the South Pier and the Blue Lagoon area, there's quite a few Garrick out there, but guys, there's a lot of people who have been jigging them, especially the guys from the piers, guys. Let's try to keep it like tidy and bite by the rules and conservation side. It's the gentleman of the ocean, really nice catching, catch, and remember guys, try to put them back. All right guys, speak to you all next week. Thank you, Mike and Brad. So it's great times off Durban as well. Now moving up to the North Coast with Jesse, who's also having a pretty good Garrick run, and that's throughout the entire Bolito area, guys. Here is Jesse from the Kingfisher, Bolito, and Salt Rock. Morning guys, hope everybody's doing all right. Hope everybody's enjoying the, the slightly warmer weather. I think um, I think we've had a phenomenal week of uh, of warm weather. Uh, seen the mornings going down to about 15 and 16 instead of uh, 10 and 12, uh, which is which is good in some ways. Um, for fishing, although it's good for maybe your bass and all of that type of stuff, I have seen a, a definite decline in the fishing on the surf zone um, in the last week or so, and I. I put it down mainly to the fact that the hot weather does come as a bit of a, a shock to these fish. Um, it, it, it upsets their rhythms and um, it doesn't mean that the, the water's warming up, the fish are going to go away. As most people know, the shad feed very well all the way through to December, through their band season even. Um, 
the bronze bream start um, firing all the way into October and um, stuff like your carbon, your brusher, uh, they tend to feed very well later on, kind of in the almost into the beginning of summer. So it's not that it's a permanent thing, it's just that the weather has uh, increased in temperature slightly and um, that is just temporary. Um, as everybody knows, uh, at, at the end of winter we normally get a couple of cold fronts coming through and um, and it, it puts things back on the bite in full force again. Um, so nothing to worry about there, although this week's fishing was, was fairly poor, um, it is going to pick up again. We've had we've had a really good run of, uh, of Garrick in the last week though, and um, when I say a good run, I'm talking really good numbers, all the way up Tinley Manor, um, a little bit further north as well, Richards Bay has been really good I believe, and then um, where the guys are really catching a lot of Garrick is, is right in Belito, of all of the main areas. Um, again, you know, a lot of the guys don't really want me to say the spots, but I will let you guys know that it, it is widespread. <coughs> I think we've had a, a better run of Garrick now than we have had the whole season so far, so that is that's, uh, really good news as well. Um, and not only are they feeding on, on Carantine and Chad mullet, They've um, they've been taking lures quite quite uh, readily as well, which is which is what the guys here want. Um, a lot of people in the Salt Rock, Sheffield, Belita area uh, do spinning, and uh, it is definitely uh, becoming more popular as the years go on. And um, I think this year a lot of guys throwing flags, um, big jerk minnows, paddle tails, bucktail jigs. A lot of them have kind of got in on the action and. Um, and uh, got their first taste of Garrick on spinning tackle, which is quite nice. Um, apart from the Garrick, uh, there have been a couple of shad around, not a heck of a lot. Um, I know Nishen um, from our salt rock branch this morning got a good couple of shad and, and some decent sized fish as well. Uh, so the, the shad are still around. Um, I know the guys that were fishing in salt rock this morning uh, struggled a little bit, um, but it is sporadic. You, you're never gonna get shad feeding the entire week in one place and not in another place. They will move around um, day by day. According to the weather patterns, the currents, the tides, um, water clarity, all of that type of stuff. And then most importantly, probably the, the, the showing of bait in the area. So uh, still some stuff to look forward to there. As far as the um, your edibles go, the bronze beam, I believe, have made a, a bit of a move through as well. It's been quite good. Um, I saw a couple of guys talking about that. A lot of uh, uh, zebras, so what most people know as a as a as a wildebeest or uh, five fingers, um, buttercup. Uh, there are a lot of names for them, but there are plenty around, um, which is quite nice. We normally get that up this time of the year. Um, as the water gets a little bit colder, they they, they tend to bite quite nicely. Um, stone bream, carantine, um, all of those species that are around as well. Um, nothing, nothing massive to speak of, but but there's, a, there's quite a few of them, even if they're smaller. So that's still exciting, especially for the youngsters. And then um, if we take a look at the guys on the boats, I've seen a couple of snook around. I've seen one or two really nice tuna. Um, I've seen a lot of bottom fish again, um, but the boats have been quite quiet, and I think. We can know that mainly due to the fact that we had a little bit of uh, rough seas. Don't think too many guys actually managed to get out there and launch. As far as the the bass fishing is going, um, we've had we've had a good run. 
Uh, I know the guys at Albert Falls are really trying to keep it a bit quiet. They don't want too many guys to know what's happening there because of the Albert Falls Classic coming up. But I will tell you this much, the fish are really, really feeding nicely there. Um, I've seen a good fish up at Hudetro as well. And then um, Hazelmere Dam is, 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 is fishing phenomenally well. I've, I've spoken to a couple of guys that have been fishing not only on the boats, but fishing on the banks there as well. And they are catching a lot of fish. And as a lot of people know, Hazelmere does spawn very early compared to all of the other dams in Natal. So um, what happens is all of those, the smaller fish, the males move onto uh, the, the shallow flats and um, it, it, into the bays. And what they do is they kind of just start to suss out the situation, start to take a look at what's, um, what's the story, if the, the conditions are suitable for them to spawn in those areas. And, um, and they kind of prepare the areas and wait for the females to, to, uh, to start moving through. And that normally happens um, towards the end of August in most of your dams, um, normally on a full moon. And if the water conditions are perfect, they have to be ideal. So uh, in, our, in our climate in, in, in South Africa, especially KZN, most of the time the water needs to be between 16 and a half and 17 and a half degrees for them to to want to move up and it needs to maintain that temperature for more than four days if it maintains it then um, the fish get more comfortable they know that the they know that the patterns are there to stay uh, for example they don't want to go out there um, into the spots where they're going to be spawning and and um, and basically the water's been heated up during the day because it's been a, an incredibly hot day uh, shallows go up to maybe 18 degrees and then they move through and then um, the next day there's a cold front and it plummets again and and it's not ideal conditions for spawning so they are very clever like that it's built into them um, so yeah uh, hazelmere like i said does it a lot earlier so they're really fish starting to move into the shallows um, i know that uh, a couple of the dams i've been fishing there are a ton of smaller fish in the in the in the shallows small males we call them bucks and um I mean, if you go and throw a little drop shot or, or a shaky head, a little jerk minnows, jerk baits, you can go and catch them all day long. It's, it's a heck of a lot of fun, even now in these cold conditions, uh, building up to the spawn. Guys, um, that's about it. Uh, good luck to everybody fishing this week, and um, hope we've got some decent weather coming up for everybody to head out there. Uh, take advantage of the Garrick around, take advantage of the good bass fishing. Um, and as always, let us know what happens. Um, for next week. Thanks so much. Have a good one, guys. Thank you, Jesse. What a great report. As always, man, I really miss your stuff for your content, your advice over last week. I am glad to have you back. And this is amazing. I mean, yeah, apart from that really good Garrick run, your advice about the bass fishing, that is some stuff I didn't even know about as to, you know, the uh, water temperatures, how long it takes before they come and that little temperamental bit where if a cold front comes through, how you could put them off. So glad to know that the spawn is on. And, you know, we've got fr uh, fishing going on well on our saltwater and freshwater side from you. Now, guys, moving up to Mtenzini Banks, we are with Nick, where the fishing hasn't been fantastic. However, there has been a few shad and the odd garrick in between. But guys, Nick has a very interesting piece as to what's happening with the river on the Mtenzini side. So I'm going to leave him to tell you all about it. Good afternoon, Vanessa. Um, we had great fun today. I launched a boat this morning, just one boat. And it took quite a while to launch because of the shore break. But anyway, we got a gap and off she went. And they had fun and... They caught some nice fish. They got their quota. There were three of them on the boat. However, over the last couple of days, 
Um, one guy, we call him Jan Pao, he's got two souls. Um, one was about six inches long. And they'll find he lost a very big shed um, right in front of your feet. I'm talking like a six kilo. I mean, these guys, they know their shed. They, oh, they're they not going to tell a story when it's, you know, you get guys that go, oh, I could have lost a nine kg shed. You know, they're not going to tell you a story like that. If it was six, I believe it was six. Interesting, Ori arrived this morning. They are for three days. They're going to be soil sampling um, to establish, you know, the quality of the soil in the river and what marine life is in the soil and, you know, what's the future of the river. Uh, we set aside what the health is. Um, they do this every couple of years. Uh, university, one of the universities from Durban also come up and do samplings of fish and plankton and stuff like that. And um, the feedback we get is that our lagoon is very healthy, which is a good, very good news. Because they say that the quality of the river is in the salt or the mud in the river, the soil in the river, determines whether that river will be viable or not. It's something I've never thought about before, but food for thought. Thank you, Nick. Yes, that is definitely food for thought indeed. So it looks like not much fish out there except for that six kilo shad. And yeah, with those guys, those friends of yours, I definitely take their word seriously. Now, guys, moving up to Richards Bay and St. Lucia. Well, once again, it is Garrick that's on the bite, the odd shad. And of course, there are those kingfish in the Richards Bay Harbor. Guys, I'm along with that on your offshore side between Richards Bay and St. Lucia. There are reports of Kuta, Snook and Tuna as well. So guys, that rounds off the saltwater report. Now moving on to the freshwater side where it feels like spring already. The bass are in bloom, or should I say in spawn. And uh, the trout fishing, although it was a bit quiet this week, they are very excited about the upcoming river season. Guys, Jan is going to tell us all about it. And this is his report over this past week. Hey there, guys. So the run of decent weather continues. And I'm in the frame of mind to start saying that spring is sprung again. But the last time I did that, we had a triple run of serious frontal systems with some seriously chilly weather and warnings of disruptive snow. So maybe I'll just hang fire for the next couple of weeks until the 1st of September is official. But on the subject of 1 September, the days are counting down for the opening of the river season. And even though I won't be on my local brown trout stream for the first time in over 15 years, I will still be on a river on the 1st, just a little bit further north and with some toothy quarry in the spotlight. There will be a report to follow in a couple of weeks' time. In the meantime, I am not the only one that's counting down. And from the River Watchers, report from the Bushman's River augurs well for the opening. Late rains and melt from the recent snow have kept the flow up. And water temperatures, which took a dip with the snow melt, but current temperatures back up again, reported to be around 10 degrees C. And to get the river juices flowing, the Natal Fly Dresser Society hosted well-known author and fly tire Peter Brigg of Call of the Stream fame for the August meeting. Peter demonstrated a versatile hopper caddis pattern with an innovative tail loop with which you can hang a dropper nymph when you're using barbless hooks. Now dubbed the HCD for hopper caddis dropper, it looks like there will be a few floating down the river shortly from this meeting. August is usually considered to be a tricky month for trout, with a few old Blanco returns coming in from the Natal Flyfishers Club anglers of late. And it seems to be holding true to reputation. Especially when fish can be seen cruising the shallows, but can't be tempted to take your offerings. On the flip side, there are of course those anglers that just somehow manage to find the fish, no matter what the theory says. And there have been some good fish reported in this past week. Fish ranging from 11 to 13 inches, that is 28 to 33 centimeters, all the way through the tape measure up to 21 
23 inches, that is 53 to 58 centimeters. Water temperatures are back on the way up now, with reports showing waters back into double figures around 10 degrees and plus. Clear waters required smaller patterns, while waters with color produced with larger patterns. Next weekend sees the finals of the top corporate challenge taking place on the waters around Nottingham Road. And I have it firsthand that after winning the third leg, the ladies team Stranger Dangers are super keen to get back on the water and prep is well underway. We look forward to reporting in two weeks time. With the weather settling nicely, there have been some good bass about in the post-frontal conditions of late. Midmar is reportedly on the go with fish in full spawn mode, while Albert Falls has been a little tricky with fish in pre-spawn, staging and moving up, with the trick, quote-unquote, being here to find the right lure. Local anglers Tyron McGarry and Romero Joseph seem to have found that trick and had it up their sleeves with both landing some good fish last weekend. Tyron reports that the fish are healthy, short but stocky. And a reminder that the Albert Falls Classic will be held at the end of this month over the weekend 24 to 26 August. So guys, get your entries in. Carp have been active on the surface and flat, calm days at Albert Falls Dam, with some good mirror carp coming to hand. Fish are being taken with small DDDs and small little midge patterns. The scaly Natal yellowfish are getting into gear with the anglers reporting from the Umkamas and Tugela. Somewhat early, but good fish have also been reported from Cascades at the Mgani Inlet to Midmar. Current go-to patterns include nymphs like a heron copper, the fish are liking them scruffily tied, and jig buggers and blackened ground. Guys, so pop into the Kingfisher Peter Matsburg for the best in tackle advice, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you, Jan. What a great way to round off the show, my friend. What fantastic advice about fishing those patterns. We are really looking forward to hearing more about the Stranger Danger Ladies competition when you uh, report on that one. So it looks like it is all shaped up to be quite fantastic up at the Midlands. Looks like the bass is going on. And guys, while Jan was talking about that Albert Falls Bass Classic, yours truly is going to be covering the event, well as doing a whole series of videos building up to it. So if you want to know anything about fishing the Albert Falls Bass Classic 2023, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Now, while Jan was talking about all that trout, the anglers that did manage to find them, as well as some of that bass, once again, it's all on our YouTube channel. Jan has sent me these visuals and uh, it's definitely worth a look at. So guys, that runs off our KZN fishing report for this week. It was fantastic to be back and I am glad to have reported on such epic news from sardines to garrick to shad to beautiful bass and trout. Guys, it's because of this news that I would cut that sick leave a lot earlier to get behind this microphone and deliver this to you because with days like these, this is all the therapy I need. Guys, until next week, keep that fishing area tidy, respect your bag limits, and fish for the future. Guys, a special thanks to our sponsors, The Kingfisher. None of this could be possible without them or the expert correspondence from their stores. So always remember to support those that support you, and in this case, The Kingfisher. This show is proudly brought to you by The Kingfisher. The Kingfisher has stores in Hunter Street, Durban, Tackle Center, Durban, Warner Beach, Peter Maritzburg, Kloof, Belito, and now in Salt Rock at the Tiffany's Center.